Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Ann, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. here in Folsom at home and I am really excited because Bailey is with one of her very close soul sisters in Reno and we originally had planned on having Margie on but there were some technical difficulties in Sayulita that were just it's Mercury retrograde you guys and that's what happens so we will be having Margie on but in the meantime we have some Oh my gosh, life-changing stories from one of um, Bailey's soul sisters, and we're so excited to share them. But in the meantime, I'm happy to be back home. I feel really grounded and rooted, and I just have been moving, and there's been a lot going on in the world, and um, I feel like we really need to stay strong and protect our energy. Are you feeling that, Bailey? Oh, for sure. And especially, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been feeling that I feel like May has just been the craziest month I've had in a very long time, um, with so many different shifts and so many different things happening and, and, and also so many things not happening, like just around me, but within me. So, and I know a lot of, of my friends and people that we work with have been feeling the exact same thing. Like when we were in Sayulita, Mm-hmm. like two of my friends were both like we were sitting at coffee and we're like has everybody been feeling this heaviness in this month and tired or kind of wanting to go inward so but or tap I, out yeah or tap out in a lot of ways so mm-hmm. it's been super interesting we're actually having a new moon come up in Gemini um so that will be interesting it's a very it's a time, I think why May, like everything was coming to the surface like this was because we're going into this huge shift all of a sudden and new beginnings and new chapters. Um, so it was kind of a lot of getting to recognize what needed to die and what needed to be birthed. So I felt that too. We were in Sayulita, Bailey and I were in Sayulita for a full week, um, getting ready, doing research for our upcoming goddess retreats, which I just learned so much. And not just, I allowed myself to immerse myself because when we're on retreat, we are serving. So I just actually got to sit back and be served. And I'm going to tell you that it was a um, a life-changing experience for me. I'm still processing some of the things that came up for me because I feel like I use my voice, but I, but what came up was that I'm still people pleasing. And that, that actually comes from um, people who are survivors of abuse, you know? And so being sexually abused when I was little, is like, you just tap dance as fast as you can to keep everybody happy so that the attention isn't on you. And so it's so interesting that even at this age that I'm still finding myself, Bailey and I had a really great conversation about it, a really good talk because um, she's my partner and my daughter. And like I've said many times, I feel like she was my mom in a past life. And I'm so grateful for our deep connection because I got to share with her that I felt like I was people pleasing in my business. And Bailey called me out on it a little bit, not in a like, you're people pleasing. (laughs) (laughs) She did it in a way that was really like, hey, did you realize that you are doing this? What are are your thoughts on that? And then I looked at it and I was like, oh my gosh, I really need to um, be aware of that and really um, own my voice and connect to my heart and connect it to my crown chakra so that I can really get downloads that are pure and clean and that I'm not um, running old trauma. And so it was really interesting because we did a healing, a breathwork healing and Bailey's getting trained in um, breathwork right now, which I, it's going to be so powerful for all of you. I can't, I can't even tell you breathwork is healing and opening. And so we did this 
a breath wave with somebody in Sayulita who is part of Margie's team. And it was incredible and really brought a lot of things to the surface for me that I feel like I'm healing now. And I really am grateful for the opportunity to just be served. I mean, yeah. I don't ever do that, huh, Bailey? No, I feel like we're always, you know, and we, mm-hmm. and though we like, though we preach about so many different things, like we always are kind of, I feel like working through something to some extent, whether, you know, there's, it's on a smaller scale or maybe on a larger scale, but I think that we're always kind of learning. And so, yeah, the people pleasing, I do the same thing. And I think it's just coming from a place of not wanting to be like abandoned or wanting to be accepted or so, but we're allowed to, like you just said, we, while we give, we're also allowed to receive. So mm-hmm. yeah. it was, and the hair analysis, the epigenetic test, oh my gosh. I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So much we found out and so much that we're going to bring Margie on again. We're going to do a second round and, mm-hmm. uh, and have her come on and talk about all the different things within the goddess retreat, because it's just, it's profound. And it, it it's one of those things where you just you get a personalized like session basically that mm-hmm. explains all your different levels and what may be missing and say metals and parasites and molds. And I was really happy that you and I have no metals and, and you guess what, everybody, we have no little bugs running around in our body. There are no parasites. <laughs> I was so glad about the no bugs thing because that kind of freaked me out, but I do have, um, um, mold. And so they, what they do after they go through your, and they also look at electromagnetic frequencies and then they give you corrective things, which is, which is really powerful. So it's all part of the journey. Cause we have a vessel. We need to have a, our vessel needs to be as clean as possible so that we can have the energy to really serve. And you do too, everybody who's listening, you do too. You need to, you don't need to do anything, but it's really beautiful if you have tests and different access to different things that you trust will give you good information. And I'm going to tell you, I trust 88 degrees. I felt really good about the connection. It felt really clear. And I tapped in a couple of times um, with my guides just to make sure that the energy was pure and clean. And it was just, it, it's like it felt in total alignment. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it's funny too, because we always talk about the number eight. And it is a very sacred spiritual number. And so it's just, you know, I think that was the first sign when they approached us about possibly doing, implementing their work and wellness treatments into a retreat. We're like, well, the 88 sounds in alignment. So we'll, let's see where it goes. But yeah, so that was a very crazy, magical trip. Mm -hmm, I felt that you said it was your favorite. Yeah. Cause we also have another interview that's going to come up. Um, that I um, met there during this trip. And she's actually the author of a book that I have tattooed on me. So that story is kind of wild too. So it was just like, and she's an amazing powerhouse girl. So lady. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, Salulita is a little magical portal for sure. For sure, yeah. So. But it, but I'm really grateful that you are sitting next to one of your besties. <laughs> I know in Reno, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Natalie's somebody that I've been talking about wanting to bring her onto the podcast for a long time now because she has always been like I can call her and talk about like the craziest spiritual stories that happen. Like we're always in so much alignment with just viewing life and understanding life and trusting that there's something always at there's always a a bigger hand in this you know and she actually Natalie is like one of the most spiritually connected people I know and has like the wildest most synchronistic things happen is always taken care of um but it's not saying that it's always been easy for her either so I just think that it's been super relatable and I love having somebody like her in my corner and how we met was we actually were, it was, we've known each other for about, I think six years. Yeah. Yeah. 
And we were both, I just moved to Reno and we were both checkers at Whole Foods together. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> my mom here was telling me, she's like, I feel like, cause I was like, how do you feel about me? Like, how do you feel that what's going to happen in Reno for me? Cause she was still in like very intuitive back then. Um, she's like, I think you're going to meet a girl out there <laughs> and like somebody that you're really going to connect with. And I know that that was Natalie. So yeah, yeah. I think it was perfect timing for both of us. Yeah. We were both like in this space of, I was going through a breakup and Bailey was dealing with some friends mm-hmm. who were a little rough around the edges. And so we just perfectly met each other at just all the right timing. And, and I also just, I want to say that I feel so honored to be here today with both of you and to be on this podcast. I might get a little emotional, but I really just, I want to thank you both for Mm -hmm. the work that you are doing and the lives that you are changing. And Um, I cannot tell you how many times I have turned on recharge the soul and it has completely (laughs) set my reset button and not only your podcast, but your amazing, um, retreats and the day camps. And every time I come, it's just, I feel so filled up Mm -hmm. with love and I feel like you, I really can be myself around you and I can talk about all the weird things (laughs) that everyone else is kind of, you know, still getting used to about me because this is new for me. And so, but both of you have just been so transformative on my own spiritual awakening (laughs) and my own journey. So I just wanted to thank you both for that. And thank you for what you're doing. Cause you, Bailey and I were just talking about this. Like, I'm sure you have an idea of the ripple effect that you're making, but also I'm sure it's hard to comprehend at the same time, like just how many lives and how many ripples you guys are putting out into the world. So it's truly an honor. So thank you. We just love that. And for those of you, thank you so much for those wonderful, kind words. We, we, I receive them and I know Bailey's receives them too. I can just see her beautiful face beaming from what you just (laughs) said. And I wanted to tell you that You know, Natalie, I just think it's fascinating. And I know we're going to get into some amazing stories. You guys are going to be blown away when you listen to this because you think that you're imagining things or that things are not, that that there's not really this ethereal world that's there to support you. Yet there's light beings and angels and ancestors. But I'm going to tell you, there are. And Natalie is a great example of the great awakening that is happening right now and right before we got on. I mean, it's happening like right now. We're in the middle of a great awakening. So if you all are going, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm going crazy. You're not going crazy. You're probably just waking up. And um, and I got an image, uh, um, an intuitive hit before we popped on here that I saw Um, the world like popcorn, like people are just waking up, pop, pop, pop. So Natalie, we are grateful that you're sharing your story because you're going to give people comfort because they don't know what's happening to them. We're probably a lot like what happened to you when you first started to wake up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think the other thing is I'm just really grateful that I had like someone like you who I could call and and share this story with and just validate my experience. Mm And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. for some reason, like they were persistent with Natalie. Like they're like, we're going to freaking let you know. <laughs> we're, we're never going to let go of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause so you, we could kind of get into it because it's kind of been, I, I've been so honored to be part of this journey because I've seen it unfold yeah. and like it started, we moved Natalie. Okay. <laughs> Natalie, we were running in Reno on a trail and she's like, I, I think I need to get out of Reno. Cause she's from here, born like, and raised born and raised in Reno. And she's like, I think I freaking need to get out of Reno. And I'm like, all right, where do you want to go? And she goes, Santa Cruz. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And next thing you know, this, this is two weeks, two weeks. This explains Natalie. <laughs> we're both in a U-Haul and dragging her car her her towing her car behind the U-Haul in the middle of a blizzard 
going over the pass <laughs> in the middle of the night, moving Natalie to freaking Santa Cruz. Like that was a story within itself as some of the craziest stories with her. Yes. But when you say that Santa Cruz really was the starting point for you. To- yes. You've got your connection. Yes. And that's something, I don't know if you remember this, Lorianne, but Bailey and I went to your house and you pulled cards for me. Yes, I do remember that. Yes. On the bottom of the stairs. Yes, yes. And the first thing you told me was that Santa Cruz was going to be the start button on my life. Like, I'm going to look back on my life. And I'm going to say that's when it started was in Santa Cruz. So wow. here we are four years later, you're spot on. <laughs> like So crazy. Cause I don't remember when I'm reading, I don't remember everything. So I'm grateful that you're giving me feedback on that. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So she moves to Santa Cruz <laughs> you and, and you were kind of partying like a rock star. She was partying like a rock star and you decided to get sober. Yeah. So I was, I worked in the restaurant industry for my entire Mm -hmm. life, pretty much, um, from 16 until 22. And, um, there is a lot, I mean, in every industry, there's, there's a lot of different, issues, but Mm -hmm. in the restaurant industry, there is a lot of alcoholism and a lot of drug abuse in Mm -hmm. that industry. And so I was really young. I was living on my own and I was getting over a breakup of Mm -hmm. course, and, um, just going out and spreading my wings for the first time. And yeah, I did a lot of excessive drinking and, Mm -hmm. um, when 2020 hit and COVID, you know, when March of 2020 hit, I spent like the first two, like month and a half of COVID just drinking my life away pretty much. Mm -hmm. And like a month goes by and a few more weeks go by. And I just had this moment of, that's not what I want this time to be for me. I really, um, this is obviously a once in a lifetime, you know, experience. I was finally not working. Um, so I had all of this time and I didn't like that when that that's the first thing that I went to. And Mm -hmm. I also have been raised with family who is very heavy drinkers as well. So it's just something I've always seen. And so I decided that in order to help me get sober, I was going to start AA. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. um, that was a very bittersweet experience for me. I felt very supported in the rooms of AA, but there was also a lot of God talk, a lot of spirituality talk. And I also have a lot of religious trauma from being Mm -hmm. raised in a Christian church. And Mm -hmm. um, that's a whole other podcast, but Mm -hmm. just to God was a trigger word for me. And I was, Mm -hmm. I never really felt super comfortable. I, I called myself an atheist. I did not believe in anything wild, (laughs) wild, but anyhow, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the other thing that's worth mentioning is whenever I was dating, um, I, that was a trigger for my drinking. Um, I think it just comes from a lot of insecurities and, um, yeah, it was my comfort alcohol. And so I got sober and I started dating this great guy and he was a fire. He's a firefighter. He is a EMT worker. Mm -hmm. He's done a ton of training in, um, the like saving people, more specifically like rescuing people in the ocean and wow. being, get, knowing the tides and knowing the waves. And he trained in Monterey Bay. So we were going on this date and I was sober for this date, which was a really big deal for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we decided we were driving down to Big Sur together. And I was working the steps and I was in AA and I had gone through the first two steps. Um, mm-hmm. 
I believe the first one is admitting you have a, a problem drinking. Mm-hmm. And the second one is something else. <laughs> um, we could probably look it up, but, um, and we were driving to big. Sur. I think it's asking for your higher power to help you. Isn't it? Yes. To acknowledge your higher I think, power. Yeah. That three? That's, that's three. Two is, if two is like it, open to oh, it. Being open, open. Yeah, you're powerless over. Yes. Okay. Yes. We'll look it up, you guys, so that you guys have more information. <laughs> um, and so we were driving to Big Sur. I was living in Santa Cruz, and all of a sudden I get the worst stomach ache. Like I just cannot, I just know for the life of me, I cannot make it all the way to um Big Sur. And we just happened to be in Monterey. And so he was, we just pivoted plans. And I was like, okay, well, let's just stay here in Monterey. We can go to this beach that I've been to a few times. And, um, yeah, so that's what we did. And it was a gorgeous day there. When you're in the Monterey Bay, you can see Santa Cruz from Monterey. And there was this huge black cloud (laughs) of rain over Santa Cruz. So we're like, oh, we got lucky. Like we're, we, we missed the storm. Like it's a beautiful day. Um, the date was going really well. I think this was like one of our second or Mm -hmm. third dates. So we were just getting to know each other and we were playing in the water and, um, got in and out a few times. And then we decided like, let's go in one more time before we leave. And we get into the water and the ocean just brings out my inner child. Mm -hmm. I have that memory, especially with Bailey, but, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, just, I feel so free and I love to play in the waves and I love to lay on my back. And so I'm with, this guy, can I, should we call it, should we give him a name? M dog. M dog. <laughs> I'm with M dog. And, um, we, I'm laying on my back and all of a sudden, like he mentioned something and he says, he's like, Oh, what are you doing? And I was like, Oh, I'm just laying on my back, you know, just, And he was like, okay, well, I know that there are a bunch of jellyfish. If you go like a certain amount out in the Mm -hmm. ocean, there's a ton of jellyfish. So he's like, we should probably start, you know, heading back to shore now. And I'm like laying on my back, like just, you know, completely unaware of what's happening. And then almost immediately we start like trying to swim back to shore. And we realize that we are currently, well, we didn't know we were in a riptide, but we knew that we mm-hmm. were like over 150 yards from shore like that in the snapping wow. fingers. And right. at this point we had already been out and swimming and, you know, probably for 20 minutes. So you get a little tired after 20 minutes mm-hmm. and, Yeah. So like right away, like at first M dog is right by my side. He's like trying to like, we're, we are holding hands. Like we're trying to figure out what's going on. We both can't touch. Um, and he's like over six, four. So we knew we were really deep and I'm getting chills as I'm saying this story. (laughs) And, um, yeah, it, it very quickly turned very serious. And I, we saw like people on the shore, um, which the, this beach is completely empty. I mean, we didn't see anybody the entire day. And all of a sudden we see like this, these family of people and they're like waving at us, like trying to get our attention, mm-hmm. like, Hey, you guys are really far out. So we start like trying to swim back. And like, at one point we get separated and I just had this moment of like, I'm on my own. Like, I've got to figure this out. I'm on my own now. Um, he was trying to swim. We were at one point, like waves were just kind of coming over us and I was getting pulled under. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember, looking at him and just saying like, I'm really tired. Like, I'm just, I'm really tired now. And he, with all of his experience, you know, in search and rescue, he just, he knew that that 
later he had told me that that was like probably one of the worst things I could have said in that moment, because Mm -hmm. it just, he knew how much time we had left Mm -hmm. and it's okay. Yeah. It's an emotional experience. Yeah. It was traumatic. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I ended up, um, he told me to lay on my back again. So if you're ever, ever in a riptide, please swim to the sides. Go right or left to the beach. So you yes. don't want to swim directly back to the beach. You want to get out of the riptide. Yes. So you either want to go right or left and yes. you were on your back and yes. then, and, and then, then you get tired, flip over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah flip over so I, I flipped over and he's far away at this point that we're in complete different parts of the, of the beach. Mm -hmm. And I am just looking. And one of my favorite things has always been watching the sun hit the water of the ocean Mm -hmm. and like seeing all the sparkles on the ocean. And I like looking up at the clouds and I just had this overwhelming moment of it's now or never. Like if I'm never going to ask for help, I'm done. Like I'm, I'm, you know, and like, if, if there's one time for me to pray in my entire life, it's right now. Right. And I just remember saying like, God, I need help. I don't know what to do. So it was like one of your first times really praying and asking for help. Yeah. Yeah. I would say first time. And in that moment, (laughs) I had this overwhelming sense to stand, stand on the ground. And I had tried that before, but I was so deep in the water that it just panicked me more and more every time I did that, Mm -hmm. but I just listened and I stood and I was on a sandbar. (laughs) You were on a sandbar. So you were led you prayed and asked for help. And then you were led to put your feet down. Yes. And I was on a sandbar 150 yards from shore. Wow. I just stood there and I was able to catch my breath. And I was able to yell over to Murphy M dog that, Mm -hmm. Hey, come over here. You know, can you swim over here? I can touch here. Mm -hmm. And then he, he, where he was, he still couldn't touch. Mm -hmm. So it it Mm -hmm. just gave me the breath that I needed and the break that I needed in order to have the strength Mm to, to go back into shore and, one wave, huge wave came in, a second wave came in. And essentially I magically ended up on the shore. And I just remember like walking out of the ocean and I look down on the ground and there's a sand dollar with a big black dot on the sand dollar. And I'm so exhausted. I literally just collapsed to the ground. Like I can't even, Um, I can't even move or breathe or I'm shaking uncontrollably. Mm -hmm. I'm sobbing. I mean, and I just, and Murphy said when he came back to the shore, he was like, you know what? Like I said, one of my first prayers in that ocean that day. And I said, I did the same exact thing. Like, that's the reason why we're alive. Um, absolutely. It's it's crazy. Cause I just think you know, you were on this step with an AA and it was to give your power over to God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and in that moment, you literally had like, <laughs> they were really putting you through this program yeah. because your angels like, are if like, this is step three. I'm worried about four, five, six, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Like, oh God. Yeah. But, wow. Yeah, so- How did that change your relationship with you being an atheist? Then going through um, an experience that you could have actually died in the ocean, being told by asking for help and being told to put your feet down and then asking M-Dog to come over and put his feet down. You probably saved his life as well or your, and the message you got. Yeah. Um, And so, and then how did that change you from being an atheist? Did you start going, wait a minute, there's maybe more to life than what I thought? Yes. I I've had this 
this deep knowing inside Mm -hmm. of me that I was meant to be on earth. And this is a different conversation, but I've, I've dealt with a lot of depression and I've a lot of anxiety and also Mm -hmm. have dealt with suicidal thoughts in my life. And so Mm -hmm. I've always really questioned that. And I think Mm -hmm. that's something that people who have suicidal thoughts, they, they, wonder, you know, am I meant to be here? Am, am, who has my back here? You know, who is looking out for me? And Mm -hmm. I just had this moment of undeniably knowing that I was completely protected Mm -hmm. and I'm exactly where I need to be. And, Mm -hmm. um, that my entire life was about to dramatically change. And, Yeah, that's essentially exactly what happened. And one more thing I just want to mention is that if I would have had a drop of alcohol in my system, if I would have had, you know, been using smoking marijuana that day, Mm -hmm. I genuinely don't believe I would have, I would be alive. So it's just all of these things that perfectly aligned, you know, for this moment to happen. And for me to be here today. And I am so freaking grateful. It's a miracle <laughs> to have that all happen together in one day. And also, you know, it, there are things that di- are divinely guided to wake people up. Mm-hmm. And um, some people need a tap on the shoulder and some people need to be in the middle of the ocean. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm some really- need to die almost. <laughs> <laughs> And something interesting about Natalie and I is like, we're, we both have, um, our Scorpio is in our rising sign and what they say about Scorpios. Um, and when it's in that position in your chart is that your life is constantly kind of, you're in this constant major deaths and then major rebirth. So you're in the transformation, transformation, like you, you kind of came here to do Mm -hmm. major transformations within your soul's path. And so there's no wonder that Natalie, like for her to transform, they might put her in the middle of an ocean and make her ask for some help. Yes. Yes. And then get help like immediately, like a sandbar 150 yards off the beach. How random. Yeah. Yeah. And how not random. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And my mom actually just sent me an article of two girls who got caught in a riptide in the Monterey Bay at the same exact beach that I was at. And luckily a fisherman came by in perfect timing and was able to pull them out of the water. But it just, it really goes to show like, if you do not know the riptides and the currents of the ocean, please look it up. Be very aware. The ocean is something to respect at all times and always have your eyes on it and be careful of Monterey Bay. Yeah. (laughs) So that's just one story. I can't wait to hear the, I mean, that's just, so that was the awakening. This was the starting point for her and for a lot of your spiritual awakening and aha moments. And, and not to say that it all was like light and happy, but mm-hmm. it was kind of your first recognition that you're like, oh, I'm actually not alone in this. Like I'm physically sometimes may feel alone, but I'm always supported and held even, even and especially when I need it. So you lived in Santa Cruz after that for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And we're kind of going into these, I know you were dealing a lot with depression there, but also dealing with like navigating like sobriety and um, and then you ended up getting, you've always, she always talked about wanting to move to San Francisco to me. <laughs> always. Like, and like one time it came up where she almost moved there and then it just didn't work out. So then the mo- another time came up and it was like the most perfect, of course, scenario. Me. <laughs> yeah. At the time, but it was perfect for what needed to happen, yes. I think. Yes. And was right next to Golden Gate Park and, and though San Francisco is beautiful, it's very expensive. Yes. Yes. And Mm -hmm. so you were kind of living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And yeah, I know your car engine light was coming like explain. Cause there's this other story where 
Nat has this affirmation that she kept telling to herself in the midst of this. Yes. So the affirmation I like to use is I am happy, healthy, and wealthy. And I moved into this new apartment and I, my roommate and I got this board and I decided that I was going to put, I am happy, healthy, and wealthy on the sign in our house. And that, and I would say it all the time. And it's almost, Lorianne, you always talk about like believing it when you're saying it. Mm-hmm. I always kind of said it as a joke because <laughs> I, I, I'm very far or I'm, I'm on my way to. <laughs> and so my friends and I just kind of, we would just say it back and forth to each other all the time. It's just like this ongoing, mm-hmm. like kind of joke that we had with one another. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I wrote out, like, I am healthy, healthy and wealthy on this sign. I put it and I saw it every day and I would just repeat it to myself and I got my friends on board. And then I started working at this restaurant and, um, I would always tell it to all my coworkers, you know, and then one day I had one of my coworkers come up to me and he was like, he sat that he sat, we had this delicious fried chicken at our restaurant and he sits down this fried chicken in front of this customer. And the customer looks up at him and goes, I am happy, healthy, and wealthy. <laughs> and then this coworker comes directly to me. He doesn't know this, this coworker does not know that I say this, says this to me. And I'm just, you know, like beside myself about this. And then I ended up, I got COVID and I was unable to leave my house and get food. And I had no money in my bank account. And I decided, hey, I'm going to just try to order Uber Eats. Like, it doesn't make any sense, but I have no money, but we'll see what happens here. And the transaction went through and um, and the order was on the way, which to me was already a miracle. Like, that, that, right. you know? And I get my Uber Eats order and written on top of my to-go package is happy, healthy, and wealthy. Like written Sharpie. Like something. Oh my gosh. So like you're getting messages on your Uber Eats. Yes. On a meal. Because you know what? What everybody, I want you all to know that what um, Natalie was doing was she was getting into an energetic field of being happy, healthy, and wealthy because- when you say it out loud and you say it on an ongoing basis, you're calling that in. And so she was calling in free. She got free food. She was, yes. she doesn't, you know, even though you weren't, weren't um, healthy at that time, what happens is that they were affirming that actually, you know, that you are healthy because you're looking at what you're calling in for yourself. And I bet you that you didn't take very long for you to start feeling better knowing yes. that you're taking care of. I mean, honestly, yes. And, and it just happens right when you need it, you know, right when, you know, you're feel like shit's hitting the fan and you're Mm -hmm. broke and you're sick and you're laying in bed for days. And yeah, it was just perfect divine timing as it always is. Right. So crazy because Bailey and I always say everything always works out and it's look at, look at what happened. So you went from Santa Cruz and then you you were there for uh, for the time that you were supposed to be there. And then you had always had this yearning to live in San Francisco. So you got to live there and experience it. And then, and then you have these two, um, you know, signs from the universe from God. I don't know. Do you call do, now? Do you call it God or the universe? I, I, I guess I relate most to my angels. My angels, yeah. angels. So mm-hmm. I would say, but I use God, I use universe, mm-hmm. um, spirit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, I, I would say more so for me, my angels is where mm-hmm. I feel the yeah. most support. Yeah, you have a strong connection. Just so then how did you so then what happened? So you ended up in now you're in Reno. You're living in Reno. Yes. Very long story short. (laughs) (laughs) I 
And so you ended up over there and you had another experience, which I'm sure you've had a lot of little experiences along the way, but you have that great awakening and then a sign that, yes, we're here. They tap down, they go, yes, we're here for you. And then also you're also in Reno and you have another experience. And I know this one Bailey shared with me is mind blowing. So yeah, (laughs) mind blowing, but yes, yes. So I, I like Bailey was saying with my Scorpio rising in me, I feel like I am constantly starting again in my life. And that means I feel a lot of the times where I'm at zero and I am going to rebuild my life now. And when I came back to Reno, I was at zero. I was very sad. I, it was, um, just the circumstances why I had to leave and Mm -hmm. what transpired. I was heartbroken and, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I really felt like, okay, I'm here. I, I got to start again. I was lucky enough to have an amazing mother to that. I can move into her house and save some money. Um, so I can move out on my own. And that was kind of our plan. And for the first few months, I just spent time with family and, um, I got back into, you know, getting my health checked and getting my blood work done and getting all those things done that I wasn't able to do. And I was so broke again. And I took the first job that came my way. And I am so blessed to have a friend who offered me this position. I'm working or was working in a dermatologist's office and I was working at the front office. And up until that point, I had always been in the bar industry and in, or working in a bar or the restaurant industry. And I had tried to get a few jobs in the bar industry here in Reno, and it just wasn't aligning. Mm-hmm. And so like I always do, I took it as a sign, you know, that maybe it's best. I'm not in the bar industry and I try an eight to five and see what happens and get the health insurance and be the adult. <laughs> so I ended up accepting this position and I, yeah, I just felt so lost and so confused. And like, I'm starting over, I'm 27 years old. And, um, and so fast forward, I'm working in, I, I cannot even tell you how many times I almost walked out the front door of that job and never looked back. <laughs> it made no sense to me at all why I was there or, you know, what my purpose was or, um, and I ended up, um, because of the industry that I work in, I hear a lot about skin cancer and I became ultra aware of how serious that can be. And I was hanging out with my mom one evening and there was a mole in on her chest. It was right here. And I just, I just looked at it and I said, have you gotten that checked? Like when, have you gotten a skin check? That just looks, you know, a little dark. And she, she had mentioned, you know, that she hadn't gotten a skin check and she also, um, doesn't, she has a crazy insurance deductible over $9,000. So Mm. she's paying everything out of pocket and, So I was in this position of working in the front office and able to get her in and get her a payment plan that works for her. And so, um, she ended up coming in, she got a a scan, uh, they removed the mole that I had pointed to it's right on her chest, like on her heart. And I remember the provider um, telling me that it did not look good, that it's, there's a 90% chance that this is melanoma and that, um, she, 
she wasn't sure whether or not it was going to be deadly for my mom. What? And this wow. information that I kept to myself, I, I believe I told you, Yeah, I called you, but I didn't tell my mom this for obvious reasons right. and just can, and I just prayed every single day. And I just asked my angels to please not take my mom away from me and that I can lose everyone in my life. But that is my one person who I cannot live without at this Mm -hmm. point. And I just Mm -hmm. prayed that we found it soon enough. And um, the, the results came back. They ended up sending it again for a second opinion. And it came back that she had melanoma and it was in site two, which means it's just on the skin layer it wow. not anywhere. And so all she needed to do was essentially come in and get an excision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, it's, where it's cut out and, um, she's, wow stitched back up but the doctor who who caught it said you saved her life and if you would have waited a month two months three months she probably this wouldn't have been reversible um oh my gosh that's so powerful that's why you got the job in exactly. the doctor's <laughs> office yes because exactly. your angels were like you're not you can't go work in a bar because we need to save your mom yes wow. yes and it just that's like I, I remember coming home from work that that's day so and I got right in the shower and I just so, was sobbing like yeah. just thinking like right. thank, you, thank you thank you like yeah. yes oh, yeah. I'm right where I need to be and even when yeah. you're at zero and it makes no sense and it's really yeah. hard you know and even when you're not in the flow you that has purpose and you, but you have- were in the flow you were in the flow <laughs> doing what you were supposed to be doing. You are in the flow. The flow doesn't mean need to look like everybody else's flow. Oh, I've got this eight to five job. I'm settled down. I'm, I've got this in the bank. I've got that. It's not about that anymore. The great awakening is about listening and moving and doing yeah. listening and moving and doing getting downloads and then go doing the work, whatever it is. That's what it's all about. It's not about stuff. It is not about, so you say I'm at ground zero, but you're not at ground zero because you're actually listening. You actually have great riches around you because you have that connection with your angels that is, that is, that is wealthy, that is full and rich and everything that people need to be healthy and happy. You saved your mom's life. That's a priceless. Yes. You're not at, you're not at ground zero. You're actually right where you need to be. True. True. And I just had this overwhelming of just exactly what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Like I, even though it makes no sense to me at all, I am right where I need to be. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And I, even when you're starting again, like you are right where you need to be and Mm -hmm. give it time and trust the process and ask for help and ask for help. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and keep showing up because that's one thing you've always done is you're like, though life may seem like it's getting heavy or unbearable at times. You're like, you're like a freaking fighter in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And, and you keep showing up for your life and you keep trusting and you keep, you keep, I was talking about Natalie on our Instagram story at one point, but she doesn't have Instagram. So she didn't know this, <laughs> but I was saying that because we were on the the phone and she had another crazy thing angel story happen where she literally like saw her angels yes, in her living room that's happened too <laughs> and, and, I, me. and I was like well how I was like how how did you uh do you mind if I say yeah, that yeah how did you how'd you get them to show up and she goes dude I've been asking for them to show themselves to me for like over a year like consistently like like a ritual like or I'll ask them to like guide me throughout this day or and I'm like, well, have you been really consistent with your practices and everything? <laughs> and like meditating and journaling and doing the yoga. And, you know, and she goes, nope, 
<laughs> not at all. I haven't. She's like, all I do though, is I ask and I keep that connection with them. And I, and though sometimes it feels like maybe they're not there other days, they remind me just how much they are there. So mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that that's just such a beautiful example in her story, such a beautiful example that it doesn't always have to look a certain way. Like all of our connections are different and all of our signs are different. And, and you'll know deep down when it's, when it's meant mm-hmm. for you, it, you know, but mm-hmm. yeah, you have to be brave enough to keep showing up and you have to be brave enough to ask and, and know that you're deserving. You're more than deserving of that connection. Yeah. And I also think humble enough to ask. Yeah. Like I used to always think that, um, you know, cause I pretty much had to raise myself. I used to think that it was like, I'll do it myself. Like I took pride in the fact that I do would do it myself, but that's just ego. I don't need to do it by myself. I have a whole array of angels who are just like up there looking at me going, when are you going to ask? Like, why don't you just ask? Like, you don't need to be crawling down on the ground, bloody and beat up. You could just say, Hey, can you throw me a rope? I really need some help. I need a sign today. I want you just to show me how life can be so beautiful and how we're on this magical journey, but you don't need to stay down in the mud and 3d rolling around making it so hard you know so um yeah the ascension process so now you know i'm healthy i'm happy healthy and wealthy could be i move through life life with grace ease and flow i I move through because it doesn't have to be hard anymore we can give up hard i used to think it had to be hard it doesn't have to be hard yeah you're on you're it's amazing how you're you doing flow sign me up man no, no, no. i don't need to learn to flow only. <laughs> yes. i love that well yes. yeah so i just i loved that thank you for coming on yes and, thank you thank you and sharing all those stories and yeah life is a ray of sunshine and giving yeah. people hope yeah thank you yeah and life is it is magical and there's magic Mm -hmm. all around us we just and we get to open our eyes to it and we get to awaken to this life we don't have to walk through it and like numb out or or kind of trudge through it like we get to we get to play within this life Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah thank you both of you thanks for including me all the way from reno yes, yes. thank you yeah. have have more fun adventures and then i'll i will talk to you both soon will do right. will do thank and, you and to our listeners we are so grateful for you we've been getting a lot of messages from you on how these are changing your life and and um we're just grateful we're just we're grateful for women like Natalie coming on here and sharing her story. We're grateful that you're listening to us. Bailey and I um, just can't tell you how much it means when we when we hear a message from you on how it's made a difference in your day. So thank you for those messages. We appreciate it. We so appreciate it. So we will talk to you next week after this all the love we're sending you all (laughs) the love happiness healthiness and wealthiness all of it (laughs) all (laughs) All right bye guys bye